0: that Godali Kata Mahshava, the great value of Mahshava of thoughts, no daddy now become known to me. Kya Mahsava yikara meod meod. Because thoughts are very, very precious. Shina asami menu dvarim shlemim mamash. Shina asamanudim shlim mamash that from thoughts, entire things, complete things are created, literally. She is things which will exist as long as the world exists. As long as all the worlds exist, through a person's thoughts you can create, you can bring things into manifestation, into existence that can last as long as the worlds, all the upper worlds' existence, everything. As long as God is, uh, as long as God is existing, etc., etc., meaning forever. And wisdom is even more precious. Because a thought is solely that which raises in, rises in one's mind. Solely that thing which which, is, um, which ascends up in your thought, in your mind. But Wisdom is building constructs within your intellect. A thought is just a spark that rises in your mind. But the wisdom is the building of that spark. It's very precious, it's even greater even more precious than thought alone and the main thing is what that it should be genuine, genuine that it should be in truth and even a simple idea which one um creates a, a novelty which one comes up uh, comes up with in pshat meaning a simple novelty that a person comes up with is something also very great it's And this too needs to be done in truth as well. And also with regard to the opposite, when it's not done in truth, um, things on the opposite spectrum can be created from this, God forbid, bad things. So we see how precious it is when a person even comes up with a simple novelty in Torah, as long as it's true, but if it's not done in truth, if the thoughts that a person engages in and the, the wisdom a person builds is not done in truth, then bad things can come from this. Torah A person has the power of free choice. Meaning, the power of free will, of choice, is in the capability of a person to do according to his will. Meaning, a person has the has the power, he has the ability to choose according to his will. And even all things, even all things, everything is in the hand of the Jew to govern according to his will and according to his choice. Rabban is saying, a Jew has free will. (inaudible) Because in the hand of the Jew, there is (inaudible) a Bechira Be'adam. There is choice in their hand. In their hands, (inaudible) upon everything in the world. (inaudible) Because by others, those who are not Jewish, (inaudible) there are matters in which they are compelled. Meaning, there are things which are forced which must occur, but by the Jew, with regarding the Jew, every single thing he does, for example, whether to travel to one place, or etc., whatever that act is, there is a service involved. Rabban is saying, within each and every act a Jew does, there is a service um, in that act, because there is an act of service within within each Jew's act, meaning, the fact that he lifts a piece of paper there is an Avodot Hashem behind it there could be an Avodot Hashem behind that then there must be free will in every single thing a Jew does no matter what circumstance it is therefore a Jew has uh, the power of free will over everything he has choice over everything Torah Nunheh Reva the prophet of this world is inestimable you can't estimate it it's not measurable meaning that which a person can earn and profit from this world and a person doesn't need investments of his own to gain from this profit to get this profit which, which is what they call in Yiddish, investments just from what God has prepared for this person he can spend generously generously in his hand uh Yado you can spend generously um with his hand he can give generously the and to profit enormously, meaning Hashem has set up a path a path for you, a life for you, and has given you tools and you have the ability to spend generously and to do whatever you you so desire with whatever God has given you, and according to how much you give and how much good you do, you can profit enormously from that. the eye has never seen the reward that you can attain literally. If you, uh, if you, if you act accordingly. So Rabbanu was saying literally, you don't need any investments of your own. Be'omet, Hashem gives gives you everything from the out from the, from the, the beginning, and now it's just how much you give, how much you're generous. Whether it's the charity that you gave or whether it's the avodat Hashem that you do, how much you're willing to, to um, to put in effort, and according to that effort, um will determine that prophet that you will attain in the world to come, is Torah Nunvav, Adam Lev, when a person has a heart, Makom place has no relevance to him at all. When a person has a heart, place has nothing to do with him. He's above space. He's above Ki space. because on the contrary, because a person who has a heart, he's the place of the world. It says about Hashem Barakht, that we call him the Mekomosher That we can't say the world is God's place, because God is much more infinite than world. In the world, the world is just a tiny, tiny, tiny drop in God's great infiniteness. So the world is actually existing within God. And Rabban was saying the same is true for a person who has a heart. A person who has a heart, space has no relevance to him at all. He is the place of the world. balev. And now Rabban is going to prove this, because godliness is in the heart in the heart, the rock of my heart. The rock of my heart. And by God, what does it say with regard to God? See, there is a place with with me. A place is God. What is this Makoma place? He's, this is referencing the place of the entire world, which is God himself. God is the place of the world. The world exists within God. The and the world is not God's place, as is brought down in Rashi. Look in the in the midrash also as well. we find the result of all of this is what Lo Levi Yisraeli, one who has a Jewish heart. Lo It is not fitting and appropriate for this person to say that this place is not good for him. Ki En because actually, um space and place has nothing to do with him at all because on the contrary he is the place of the world and the world is not his place as we said above so this is one who has um, truly a true Jewish heart as we say that the godliness exists within the heart and once you have a real heart and you have that godliness within you then that godliness is able to it is the place of the entire world so that literally you shouldn't be affected by any single place. Torah When a great true tzaddik reveals Torah, awesome uh, wondrous and awesome novelties. Who This is very good to those who are low in spiritual level. That through this, the small person grows in spirituality. And now everyone will run and come to this tzaddik. But also with regard to the evil side, a great person, or not a great person, one person from the evil side will also grow because of this Torah that this tzaddik reveals. You see with regard to Bil'an Shenatan Hashemit Barachet the Torah to Israel when God gave the Torah to the Jewish people. Ba'u kol ha'amot nevilam all the nations of the world came to Bil'am. And the brother in the Gemara Zevachim, page one sixteen. Nimtzayifan shalidzin netinat the Torah ish. Shalidzin netinat the Torah ish. And Bil'am. Then we see that when the Torah was given to the Jewish people, Bil'am grew. Uva'u elav kol and the entire world came to him. amad that's one. Is it pasuk? We are Torah. And he based himself on a verse and gave a lesson. He asked because at that time when they came to him, they asked him what they asked. What did they, what did they um, what what is the verse they brought down? What did the verse they asked him? Hashem God sat enthroned at the flood. Hashem yashav. God sat um, during the flood. But what did Bilam rely on? Bilam, he stood on the Pasuk and based himself on the verse. Hashem give, um, gives, gives strength to um, his nation. And the same is true of the Jewish people themselves. They are, they are holy, the Jewish people. And they don't go to people like Bilam, etc. And all these types of people. However, when the great tzaddik, the great true tzaddik reveals novelties, and a great great uproar is made, because a tzaddik like this is revealing such awesome novelties, then all these people who are listening to this tzaddik give awesome ideas, all come and gather to some small spiritual person, to some person in small level, when they go to gather to this small person to listen to him from, to him because of, that he was next to the tzaddik. Because of the great noise that was made through the novelty that the, that the great tzaddik revealed. And he stands up and he bases himself on some verse and he tells them what, what the tzaddik had said. So we see the same thing happens with regards with Bilam and the same thing happened to the Jewish people that on the opposite side we see that all the nations of the world came with Bilam and came to Bilam and they asked him um a question and he responded with a verse and the same is true of this uh small person was by the tzaddik that the entire world especially in the, the the Jewish world the the Jewish people who are in holiness who are searching for the truth they come to this small person with by the tzaddik and they ask him um what the tzaddik said, and this person brings the verse and uh, t- repeats to them what the, the tzaddik said, etc., etc. We see this uh, parallel that occurs in holiness and in purity. Torah There are people that say, Rabbanu was saying, there are people that say that when the tzaddik is so awesome and so great, when he's at a very great spiritual level, because of the fact he's great, he can't pay attention and gaze at the world, at the people of the world, because he's so far from the world. Meaning, because the tzaddik is so great, he can't bear the people of this world. saying the truth is, this is not so. Because on the contrary, when the tzaddik is very great, he has the ability to pay attention and to look at the world even more so. As we see with Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, that it's certain he was at a very, very great level. Very, very, much greater than all the Tzadikim in his time. and nonetheless he said, Woe unto me if I say it. Woe unto me if I don't say it. we find, ben we see that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai, if he was doubting whether to say it or not to say it, he was a master with regard to understanding the world. <speaking in Hebrew> to the point where literally he was fearful of even saying words of Torah, <speaking in Hebrew> so that deceivers would not learn from him. <speaking in Hebrew> Behold, he was such a master in understanding the world <speaking in Hebrew> on the con- until literally, on the contrary, until literally, on the contrary, So that, literally, he was afraid people will learn from his teachings trickery. Because the truth is, Rabbi was saying, it's not what people think. The greater the tzaddik is, the more he can pay attention and gaze at the world. Because isn't God himself the most exalted and sublime? And he's the most exalted and sublime from this entire world. Nonetheless, he is complete divine providence over every single aspect in the world. Because the truth is, whoever is something, then he can't be in every single place at one point, uh, uh, in one moment, because he has physical existence, he has physical limitations. Because that which has existence, when it stands in one place, it can't be in another place. Because, for example, let's say a person is serving Hashem. If you have existence, then you can't be in someone. You can't be paying attention to the world because you're serving Hashem, and you're in the most exalted place. So you can't look back down at the world. But one who is ayn, one who is nothing. Rabbi saying who's attained this level of humility, who's gone into the point where he's completely nullified, who's nothingness, like Moshe Rabenu, like Rabbi Nachman. And There's no place in which he can't be there. Meaning, this person who's at the aspect of nothingness, he can be in any single place at any given time because he has no place at all. Because... Therefore, we can prove from this, the more the tzaddik is encompassed within the aspect of nothingness, meaning within humility, complete, complete nullification, he's able to pay attention, to gaze, meaning to, to to understand the world, even more so. Because it's not fitting to say about this tzaddik that he's at a high place and he's far from the world because he has no place at all. <laughs> Uhmash is brought down in the first volume of the Moran, page um, lesson one sixty two, Magid in uh, the name of the Magid um, which is which says over there about the idea of um, one who wants to attain uh wisdom should face south, etc. Over there Rabbenu um, that idea, that Torah is perfectly relevant to what we're saying here that uh, we know that there can be gdullah, and um, there can be greatness and Torah in the same place, meaning, uh, I believe, it, this idea of great wealth and Torah in the same place, because they come from both opposite directions. The one who's ayin, one who's nothing, can have both of them at the same time, because he's in both places at the same time. So it's, it's a unique idea. Go look over there, lesson 162. But it's um, it's something amazing that Rabbanu is saying, that one who's at Sadiq, the greater he is, the more nullified he is to Hashemidbaah, the more he understands the world, the more he can, he can interact with the world. Because he has an understanding that he's literally in all places at the same time. Spiritually speaking. Torah Nuntet There is this concept in the Gemara Pesachim, look in Gemara Pesachim, page 50b. Some are quick, and prophets, some are quick and suffer loss. The idea of being quick and being very hasty Sometimes you can win, sometimes you can lose, Rabbeinu says. He died because now ki mitvah ygoreret mitva. Now Rabbeinu is going to explain this. A mitva drags another mitva, causes another midvah, leads to another mitvah. It's brought down in chapter 4. We see that a mitva drags its friend. And there's certain, it's certain that there's an element between the mitzvot, if one is linked to the next, as we said, one mitzvah leads to another, that there's a link between them. So there's an element in between what, this mitzvah and the next mitzvah that connects them. Meaning, Rabban saying there's an element between one mitzvah and another mitzvah which attaches both mitzvot together. And through that link in between, the mitzvot are able to drag one after the other and be attached to each other. And the truth is, this aspect in itself, meaning that link in between, meaning that which exists between the two mitzvot, that aspect too is very precious. Therefore, one who is a from his youth, who is born a tzaddik basically, who, who engaged in Avodot Hashem since his very youth, and who walks in the upright path since the beginning of his days? he goes from one level to the next since the beginning of time. It Avraham that Avraham was old b'abayamim, well advanced in days. It says in Bereshit chapter twenty-four. But what it say in the Zohar? That Avraham got to his level through the yamim, through the days. Meaning, Abraham, already since his youth was searching for God, was engaged in Avodat Hashem. Page 32, that Abraham, already since the age of three, recognized his Creator. He knew God. So, already since his youth, he was already engaged in Avodat Hashem. And he was already moving from one spiritual rung to the next one who is in this aspect like Abraham Abraham, he loses by acting quickly because when a person is very quick and he runs with haste from one mitzvah to the next then he loses that holy aspect meaning that aspect that link that exists between both mitvot because if you're running from one mitvot to the next you don't have the time you don't have the ability to concentrate on the link between the two mitzvot. Because through that hastiness, he skips over that middle aspect, that element that connects one mitzvah to the next. Because the mitzvah itself is, a re- is walking towards him. It's magneted towards him. Because that second mitzvah is dragged to the first mitzvah. That is dragging that second one. So when a person is quick, he doesn't have time to engage in that link. And also when he runs with haste towards that mitvah, and therefore was saying when a person runs and skips over that middle aspect and runs from one mitvah to the next with hastiness, he's zariz, he's quick but he's but he's losing. As it brought down. In This idea, some are quick and profit, some are quick and lose. So this is the aspect of losing. When you grow up in Avodat Hashem, when you grow up in holiness since your youth, you have to go slower, Rabbi Rusei. Because you can, if, you go, if you go too quick, you're going to miss that link in between both mitzvot. But when you wait a little bit, a person's able to perceive that aspect between the mitzvot as we said above. All of this applies to one who goes in the pathway of Hashem. Accordingly, from his youth already. But one who needs to do teshuva, one who needs to return to God, who started off on the wrong foot. Who says he needs to specifically be hasty, very, very quickly. He needs to go very, very quick. To run to speed, to spare his soul. And it's forbidden to, for him to wait at all, to settle in, to stand and to wait. Because a person who is engaged in repenting and returning to Hashem, he doesn't go from level to level at all. And between him and holiness, there is none of this aspect that we just mentioned, this link between the two, because he needs to start again from anew, he needs to skip and to run to holiness, he needs to attain holiness as quick as possible, is brought down, the master of Teshuvah, he needs to skip over that which he needs to skip over, and to hop into holiness, with great hastiness, and a man like this, in this scenario, he is zariz, he's hasty, but he he gets a profit, as we said above. And now Rabbanu explains what's that aspect between both mitzvot that causes one mitvah to lead to another mitvah that causes one mitzvah to be attached to the other. Rabenu is saying, what is it? For example, etc. It says. In Shemot chapter 30, verse 17, 18, over there. Or we see this many times in the Torah. When Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu something. Hashem al Hashem says to Moshe say, minora, zahav, Whatever it is, whatever the verse might be. And he shall create a golden minora, a golden candelabra. Uh, et etc., etc., whatever that verse might be. Rabbeinu is saying the attachment between one mitzvah to the next is that verse, Haidabar Hashem al-Moshe limor. Meaning what? And God spoke to Moshe saying, that is the the aspect in between both mitzvot. Because Rabenu is saying, if the Torah is mentioning this verse, it is certain that there is an avodat, that a service with regard to those words. Because those words precede the mitzvah that is about to be mentioned. The commandment that God is about to tell Moshe Rabbeinu. Because the essential mitzvah is going to be mentioned in the Torah right after that verse. When God tells Moshe what to actually do, Those words seem redundant. But Rabbenu is saying there's an avodah behind it. The second after the word that is when the commandment starts. So, those words are that link between the previous mitzvah and the next mitzvah. But the truth is that it's certain that within those verses that we mentioned, that, that verse or any other verse that falls into that category, that verse, between one mitzvah to the next, there is certainly a service that one can do to serve Hashem. And this is the aspect we mentioned above. Between one mitzvah to the next, that mitzvah that a person who grows up in his youth, um, that link that a person who grows up in his youth um, must try to perceive and to attain. And there's much more with regard to this. And look, in a lesson... 22 of Likut Mooran, first volume, yeah, The truth is, there is a service, also in the verse, So Rabbeinu saying telling for people who are engaged in Baal chuvah, people who don't grow up in the path of holiness since the beginning, we have to be very quick. And we cannot um, wait around. We have to mamash, mamash and run into holiness. In whatever moment we have, we have to grab it. Whereas those who grow up in holiness, they have they have this yeshuvah dad that they need to go slower and grab onto the, the fine, intricate details in between both mitzvot, which they can gain. And if they go too quickly, they can lose that. So Rabbanu is teaching us the different abudat Hashem that exists for each person, depending where he grows up and his life. And uh Baruch Hashem, this is applicable to, to each and every one of us, no matter which level, because Rabbanu is speaking about everyone here. So Abizrat Hashem, that's it for today. And maybe we continue studying the Torah, uh what בעזרת השם.